Hi, this is Jesse with Red Cloaks Radio, and I'm joined by my co-host today, Martha, also from Boston Red Cloaks. And welcome to our special guest. Hello, Brittany Oaks. It's nice to meet you. Hi, it's nice to meet you too. We're delighted to learn that you are the person who helped organize in Arkansas this amazing, really impactful, visual, handmade protest just like two weeks ago. And so we wanted to get to meet you and chat a little bit about what it's like there in Arkansas. Hi. Hi. And one question, do you do pictures outside? Do you go outside of Arkansas? Um, not, I mean, not now. <laughs> Does anyone <laughs> let Arkansan in? Do, they, do you let us in anymore, anywhere? <laughs> I think we're oh, second yeah. in the nation. I forget. See, uh, sometimes I do forget that we are uh, living in COVID time. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, so, when yeah. I travel, I take my camera with me, but I don't really travel to other states for birth. I just, I have enough anxiety living three minutes from the biggest hospital here. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine trying to catch someone's birth and like coordinate state to state. Other people do it.
Thank you, Brittany, for being with us. We love talking to you and we would love to have you one more time so we can have more experiences or more stories. You seem to have a lot, and especially since you're a historian, you, uh, you speak very nicely. And so we would love to have a second part with you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you for I being with us. Too. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. We look forward to seeing you again. Thank you for making time to talk to us so quickly so that we could, you know, get to meet you this way and our listeners could also. And then we look forward to speaking with you next week after Sunday's giant event so that we can all debrief and see how it went. Absolutely. I'm so excited. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Martha, I know we officially said goodbye, but do you want to ask another question that I can put back in the beginning? Because I don't know what you'll say, but it might be really, it might be really fun. I might want to stick to there. Um, looking at photos from your event, this seems to be your Capitol building. Is it this is. your Capitol building? Okay, but you also have all these really interesting pictures with murals behind you. Yes, and I'm wondering about a couple of these. Yeah, we actually, so those aren't at our Capitol building. Um, they're in a neighborhood that's adjacent called Capitol View. Um, there are 7th Street murals, and they started to be painted um, after George, George Floyd. I can't speak English today. Um, and that the Ain't I a Woman one, that's a really interesting one. I wanted my picture there because that has actually been vandalized three times now completely, and she's had to repaint it. That's like the third time this one has been vandalized and had to be completely repainted. So um, are these I'm pictures- devastated to see that, and I'm glad that she keeps not giving up. <laughs> and are, so the murals are, these are by the same, per, the, the ones we saw. I saw this picture online with the descent collar. That was amazing. Right. Um, no, is, they're all by different artists, by different local artists. They're just, it's an amazing setting. And I, it is. <laughs> so just do me a favor, go back on this one. If it's okay with you, I'd like to use, I'd like to use this one, I think for this episode. Yeah, that's fine. Or I can use I mean, one of- I'm not the photographer, but I, we have her permission to use these, so. Okay, 
So I can use this, or I can use one of the ones from, from your work and you can pick your favorite. If you have a, do you have a favorite photo? Uh, gosh. You can think about it and email me too, but I need, a <laughs> I, but it's like, no offense, but I need a square because that's SoundCloud. Yeah. But I, I would love to share, I either, I'd love to share one of yours and maybe when I do the post, I can put up one of the other ones, but I'd love to share one of your, one of your pieces. I really would. Thank you. Um, it's totally up to you. Maybe one of the birth ones. I mean, yes. I don't, I don't super love portraiture. I, I like it. I don't love it. <laughs> I love the documentary. I love the birth. I mean, they're just, it's like your own children. You can't pick. <laughs> they're all just like incredibly so beautiful. Thank you. I love them so much. They also make me want to smack people who tell women what to do because it's like, yeah. it's not nothing to make someone stay pregnant. So our state is having this battle about the ROAC because oh, right now we have a 24 week limit. And so <clears throat> it's very difficult when people get a fatal fetal diagnosis, they have yes. to stay pregnant. Yes. They have to stay pregnant knowing that the baby's yes. going so to not be alive. So can I tell you a story? Please. So in January, um, my website, I, I got a contact through my website of a mom who had found out she had a incompatible with life baby. So um, she knew this baby had such terrible, you know, it's, it's incompatible with life, basically. Um, the call came also through two of the other nonprofits I'm with. One is Birth Waves, which is a nonprofit that provides bereavement doula service in these cases. And then the Now I Lay Me Not to Sleep for the portrait. So she emailed all three. <laughs> so she knew, you know, she saw that she had resources out there and she reached out. She wanted that, you know, this was a wanted pregnancy. I think that she was pregnant, I think seven years. I think they've been trying for seven years to have a baby. So this is a very wanted pregnancy. Um, and then of course in March, COVID happens. So we aren't able to come. So she was. Wait, come back. We lost you for a second. So she was. Uh-oh. We don't see you, but we know you're there. Am I here? Now you're back. Okay, we yes. now we hear you. So oh, go back. Okay. Can you hear me? We can hear you now, yes. Can you hear me? Yes. There, now we can see you oh, again. okay. Okay, go back. Sorry. I'm like on a cliffhanger. I'm like, happened. wait, what happened, Brittany? <clears throat> what, what was the last thing you heard? You said that they had been wanting this pregnancy for seven, seven years. years. So March comes around. And even though she was supposed to have a bereavement doula and a photographer, me, to photograph the actual birth and afterwards of the baby and her family in the room, the only person that gets to come is her husband we're not allowed to come. And so she does this by herself, but she wanted to be induced early because all she wanted to do was hold her baby while he was still alive. And that was not allowed. She wasn't allowed to do that because that would have been considered a late term abortion. No, she just didn't want to wait until her baby died in the womb. <laughs> she just wanted to hold her baby while he was alive and that was not allowed. And my heart just broke. And then she had the baby by herself. Her mother never got to meet the baby <laughs> due to COVID, you know? I just... It's really hard because- but We're know. not allowed to do, we're, midwives here are not allowed to do um, incompatible with life births at home. So you can't even get around that by having that baby at home. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> so we're not allowed to have our own bodies at home, to have our babies at home where we live if they're going to die anyway, so that my 
other children and my mother and my cousin Ed can meet the baby. No, it just has to happen at a hospital where then it's what medical waste? Like what? Oh, it just made me so angry. And that probably contributed quite a bit to this as well. Just the buildup of anger and frustration and because it seems so wrong because the I just listened to a person in Colorado who is doing something political I really disagree with to summarize but she was going on and on about how her idea for how the law should be for everyone is because then it would save all these babies lives and she refused to even acknowledge that many pregnancies there will not be a living baby at the end there will not be a perfect healthy Gerber baby that's not what will happen. That's not how life works. It's not nature. We've taken Some... birth and death out of the home and now we no longer understand it. We're afraid of it. We don't want to acknowledge that it happens. We don't want to think about how it happens. And a lot of people don't realize as many babies die as they still do. They do all the time. We'll get three calls a week before COVID. We would get three calls a week to go take pictures of stillborn babies. My central Arkansas team, this is a smallish city in a smallish state. It, it happens all the time. And people actually don't understand what stillborn means either. They literally don't understand. They don't. And I, I don't necessarily I mean, you could want all of this right, reported or said. We can, well, we can take stuff out. Yeah. But I mean, the bottom line is people don't know what it means. And so that's I problematic. A lot too. of times that they say, Almost every time someone comes out and tells me about a loss that someone has had with a, with a baby that was stillborn, they'll say it, the cord was wrapped around its neck. And I just kind of have to bite my tongue because that it's a nuchal cord is so normal. And <laughs> it's at like 60% of births or something. It, it, that doesn't usually cause a, a demise. But because we're so uncomfortable with the thought of stillbirth and we don't understand it, that a lot of times it feels like a nurse, a well-meaning nurse will say, because they keep saying, why, why, why? This doesn't happen. This happens to no one. This is, this doesn't happen. Why? There has to be a reason. So they'll say it was a cord, the cord, the cord was wrapped around the baby's neck, you know, or they just come up with themselves. I don't know. It's just a self-soothing thing. They need a reason, but there isn't. <laughs> that's, that's not the reason. Right. We have this, it's just the red herring that helps us. It's like a snuggly little lovey. <laughs> No, it's right. And, and you're right. And the thing is that that natural process, we don't see it anymore. And like, right, in, in colonial times, people were in small villages. Somebody yeah. got really good at having the knowledge. They saw a lot yes. of births and deaths. Yes. And right. And yeah. that's one of the things, that's one of the reasons in my blog, I've talked about this, why I do what I do. Because in times previous, you would have seen, by the time you gave birth, you would have seen your sister, your cousin, your aunt Mabel and three chicks down the street give birth. So you would have seen this process happen, seen that it's natural. You would have seen that sometimes it does go bad, but you would have seen more than that, it go okay. Because they had so many children, you know, there was a lot of birth happening. So they would have seen this. And then when they give birth, they would have been able to give birth with a reflection of the ones that they've seen. So they knew how the process went. So even though we can't necessarily be in everyone's birthing spaces now because we live so spread out from our loved ones and we don't have the village mentality anymore you can look at an artist's photographs and feel like you've been there it's like travel photography you know you can look at this and say well I saw a photo where this happened 
you know? <laughs> well, I read a birth story where, yeah, she had a big stall, but then they did this maneuver and it got going again and she ended up having that vaginal birth that she wanted, you know? So you can internalize other women's stories in that way, even though our real village is now the global village, you know? It's just like, it's, you're so good. Jeez, we need Brittany everywhere. Like, <laughs> Do not push... <clears throat> Sorry, keep on recording. And what we should do is like we did on the other one. This is the second part to see if you okay. want to- Okay, actually she's doing. right. Yeah, so here's what we're going to do. If this is okay with you. We're going to, I see what you're saying. Because we already said goodbye, <laughs> but we're still talking. And I, what I'm going to do is, I think you're right. I think I should do two parts because I won't say things you don't want. I think I have a sense of the little part there where you're like, maybe don't say that. I'll take that part out, but I think part of what you did say could stay, but I won't put it I, out. I'll the story about the mom. That's yeah. not my story to tell. I so. won't tell that story. Yeah. <laughs> but I think the part here about people don't understand life and death. And in the old days, people would have seen a lot. I think that part's really helpful because I think that doesn't hurt anyone's generalized knowledge that people right away would be like, oh yeah, I guess that would have been. Oh yeah. So yeah. what I'll do is I'll, I'll edit them carefully. Um, and then I will put it on SoundCloud, but make it a private link. I'll send both parts to you. Mm -hmm. And then it, I'm not, I can't, I have to sleep tonight because I didn't sleep last oh, night, please, so like, please, but I'll do it really soon. Part one, I think will be pretty easy to just get up. And that's yeah. more about the event. So I think that's fine. And then we'll get to part two as soon as I can. But when you listen to part two, if you can, if there's a part you don't want, just write, if you can write down the minutes and just be like, okay. can you take out minute three to four or whatever? I think, I think any of it would just be fine other than the cord bit, just because that could be upsetting. And then the person exactly. story about the mom, I just, yes, don't, yes. I wouldn't want her to hear that and be upset. So I just no, I totally agree. Those and that made me, everything else is fine. <laughs> that also made me think that I really do want to pick the picture with you for the same reason, because these are people's, I know they're online though. So like, to me, this picture here in the middle, mm -hmm. it doesn't have anyone's face. But it is very much if, the if miracle. If they're on my website, you can use them for whatever you want. All right, I great. have full model releases from all of these people, every single one of them. She's like, there's just, this is amazing. <laughs> it's just like amazing. It's amazing. I just like, I can't believe we found you. I'm so excited that you found Thank us you. and we found you and <laughs> yay. All right, I'm stopping recording. Um,
Thank you, Brittany, for being with us. We love talking to you and we would love to have you one more time so we can have more experiences or more stories. You seem to have a lot, and especially since you're a historian, you, uh, you speak very nicely. And so we would love to have a second part with you. Oh, thank, thank you. you for being with us. You. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Fantastic. We'll look forward to seeing you again.